What's up, world? This is Justin from Friends Facts and Fiction Podcast here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I see you in the back. All right. Yeah. What's up, right? Um, Anyway, have you ever, you know, thought about doing your own podcast or maybe like listening to new podcasts? Well, Anchor FM helped us out a lot. And let me tell you about it. It's a free app. It makes podcasting super easy. You can record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer using this app. And it also, they also distribute your podcast all over, like Spotify, Apple, Google. I mean, basically everywhere. And you can make some money eventually, as long as you got people listening or subscribing, you know. Did I mention it's free, you know, so you can just download it just for shits and giggles. Or you can actually use it for uh, its benefits. But Angry FM, it's a free app. Just download it today. Why are you playing? Welcome to another episode of Friends Facts and Fiction. As always, this episode is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is Friends Facts and Fiction Podcast, episode 12. The blackout episodes continue. Today, we're going to get into, you know, the reconstructive period after the Civil War and all that good stuff. But before we get into all them facts, um, we have an illustrious guest on the podcast today. (laughs) Mr. Kevin Worm over here. Photos by Worm, my guy. What's up with you, baby? Man, nothing much. Uh, Chilling with y'all. Good looking fellas in these. Just just so y'all know. If they won't say it, they're all wearing jumpsuits right now. <laughs> and the motherfucker yes, across from me has gold on his sleeves. <laughs> Straight up. If yeah. only you could uh, pick the audio up of, of, oh, of no, his jumpsuit. Wow. Yeah, it's it loud. Be, as you'd have to turn it down. Yeah. Glad to be here, fellas. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. No uh, doubt. Good to have you, man. Looking at your show net. That's me. Suit shorty. Oh, oh, loud, loud suit shorty over here. <laughs> loud suit shorty. Yeah. And, and my boy Grant Bramlett over here, finally joining the jumpsuit tracksuit vibe. Uh, you know, when it's time, it's time. Yeah. Hey, still, you still repping the short sleeve button up mafia though. You still repping that, right? Yeah. Okay. Of course. I'm just making sure. It seems like you're on this side now. You know what I'm saying? You're on the, tra- you're on the tracksuit side now. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Grant, when you, when you came to the door, I looked up and I was like, does this motherfucker have on a jumpsuit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had on jumpsuits. <laughs> oh, it's like no. that. It's like that. Okay. Yeah, it's the all wave. Right. This is how we do it shit. Yeah, it's the wave, dog. Well, we just assumed you'd bring your camera. So, got you. Know. Got you. Yeah, yeah got to be ready for photos. This was premeditated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to be ready for the photos. Well, bro. you know, honestly, the whole second, you know, like we've we've got this is is revving up for the second season. This yeah, is yeah. just kind of a, a taste. So we're gonna do uh, where in the world. Is friends, facts, and fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna be like mobily out here recording, so we're gonna be in these active wear jumpsuits yeah. everywhere we go. Yeah, right. You right. Feel right. Dry fit. Yeah, yeah mine is. Oh, yeah. I don't know about them. Mine is there definitely. You oh. Your sleeves aren't dry fit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> don't get that wet. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's a super uh, gold turn from uh, <laughs> gold to green. Yeah, mm-hmm. turn up. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man. Like I said today, we're gonna. 
dive into like some some deep deep shit but we have a little bit of comic relief here with the homie and uh man i want you to um uh tell the people about the little minneapolis trip you took bro like i know you're out here like you know documenting these this civil rights movement happening now you know what i mean and you're on the ground when the bomb dropped pretty much bro Mm -hmm. yeah it was uh it was crazy, man. So so Floyd died that Monday, yeah. which was Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, that's all that you see. So I, I didn't want to watch the video. Well, I watched a little bit of the video. I couldn't watch the whole thing for months, I couldn't. Bro. I couldn't watch it for days. Yeah. So Thursday came. I'm sitting, having lunch, and I watched the entire video Yeah. at a bar in... Mm. In Cool Springs, of all places. Oh, I mean, it's oh, just wow. so wow. ironic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I can't be like, man, this is fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, I'm in Cool Springs. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, watched the entire video, and uh, I was like, you know, this that's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, straight up. And straight so up. Minneapolis is just starting to pop off. I was like, I'm going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Hop in the whip and get to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had the... Uh, I had, uh, I had the reason, I had the means. Yeah. And um so that night I booked a booked a flight and Airbnb and that Friday, Friday night, the next day, shot off to Minneapolis, man. Yeah, yeah. Got out there about ten o'clock and uh I get to my Airbnb and I was I did I wanted to be centrally located so I wouldn't have to hell, Airbnbs probably wasn't going well, they were going, but I wanted to be centrally located, yeah, so I'm yeah. not spending a ton of money uh-huh. getting from here to there. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. renting a car. Yeah, yeah. Dog, my Airbnb was probably the epicenter of Minneapolis. Holy shit! It was crazy. Holy I shit. get out of my Airbnb, and there's a there's a there's a guy walking by me with like three, four cases of Modelo, and I'm like. You know, I put two and two together real quick. Yeah, yeah, like sure. they and, just hit uh, the station, right? I mean? right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So straight up, I'm gonna hit him. I was yeah, like, yeah. yo, let me get a case. Exactly. Right, what's up? Anyways, yeah, boom. Probably take that out. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and you get out of the car, man. It's like the smell. You know, when you pull up to a bonfire, that that yeah. smell of burning shit. Yeah, yeah. And I get out of the car, and and I have that smell, and uh, you know, sidetracked. Even still now, like mm-hmm. when I smell some shit driving down the road, yeah. I think of that, that, that visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your so, brain goes to that visual. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, so course. now I'm, I can relate to, I'm not saying that I have PTSD no. or can relate to any soldier who has gone uh, and seen but a, some a little shit. a little blink of it a little yeah, flash yeah. there's a little like, oh, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a droplet of it yeah. um and so I think of Minneapolis but um yeah get that get there that Friday night and I didn't have to leave uh a, a two mile circumference of my Airbnb to see actually to every picture that I took in Minneapolis was Probably a two and a half mile from my Airbnb. That's wow. crazy, Damn. bro. Yeah, I've seen some of the photos, man. Like you were like beside the burning buildings, like oh, next right. to armed right. troops, like in there, out here with the shits, in bro. Like there, all the way in there, in bro. There. That's in crazy, there. dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's intense, man. I commend you for documenting the the history, though, man, because those visuals need to be seen. Absolutely, and yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, you're killing it out here, man. Thank Photo, you. Photos by Worm, man. Check the homie out, man. Definitely, they're like, fantastic. Like, you for real, do Thank a you appreciate very, it. very good job. Honestly, man. Yeah. yeah, that's why I say illustrious guest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. um, 
But um, but yeah, man, we're gonna go ahead and sign to these facts. No song of the day today. No sign to these facts. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. So we we ended the last one leading up to the Civil War, right? And yeah. everybody knows about the Civil War. You can. There's too much documentation on this battle, that battle, and all that kind of stuff, you know. But real quick, I will say, uh, at the beginning, the South was winning for a while, right? Um, and at the same time, black uh, refugees from the South were trying to escape into the Union, you know. Yeah. And um, they were accepted in there, but they are basically considered, like, refu- refugees, you yeah, know. Bogging them down. I yeah, mean, and it was, it was bogging them down, like, you know, because they... We're having to allocate like food and and shelter and everything like that to these um, slaves that were, were were leaving, right? Yeah. And um, out of a military necessity, Lincoln finally decides to emancipate the slaves. And that powerful statement ended up shifting the war. And um, of course, when you get more slaves to join the Union to fight rather than just like right. be refugees, yeah. now you got more uh, African slaves. Uh, in the Union than you do Confederate right. soldiers. Ended up being 200,000 of them. Yeah. It's fucking and, wild, bro. Yeah, so that that really turned the, the war in the Union's favor. And at the same time, it goes from the idea of, like, separation and states' rights and all that kind of shit to slavery. It's about slavery. That's bro. what that war That's, became. Oh, for sure. Very, very quickly. About, straight know. up. And, and it's kind of why the war started, but to to real quick before we dive into Reconstruction period, just to like tap on the Civil War, like in every Civil War, once the the one side gets defeated, they get exiled, executed, like you know, banned from society. Right. They mm-hmm. just let these Confederates just go back home, bro. Yeah. Initially causing the issues right. we still have today, they just let them just mm-hmm. go back home, and Lincoln in turn. Uh, never really had intentions on making black people equal to white people. That's he probably the reason why he just yeah. let them go back home. Yeah, exactly. Because he he wanted the economy to fucking survive. Yeah, bottom line. Right. And the South was fucking America's economy. Yeah. And at the same time, he seen these slaves as a fucking route to have more troops. Because the first wave of troops that come to these Union spots are black troops. They literally just threw black people out there first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're basically protecting their neck. But went in the war at the same time. No, seriously. I mean, you know they, they were kind of viewed like, as like uh, fodder, right? I mean, they were they were, they were pawns in the war. Yeah. They just kept throwing black people crazy, at, at, on the front line or whatever. And honestly, I feel like these black people were more than willing to do that. Yeah, because, because it's slavery or die, bro. Yeah, what's the like, other option? Straight up. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. What you gonna and, do? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm on the front lines. Let's get it. Like, yeah, straight up. Like, Absolutely. That's, that's how I feel about it. They had the opportunity to. To go kill a white man. Yeah, to, 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 to <laughs> kill the, their former Straight master. Up. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that's, that's a... I that's enough that. motivation, bro. I just yeah. say that. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's a very... Um, it's kind of similar to the uh, the last episode that we had with um, the lady who, you know, crossed into Ohio oh, yeah. and yeah, ended absolutely. up, like, slitting her daughter's throat and trying to kill her two sons. Right. Because she's and, been a good mom in her eyes. And so it's either they're going back to slavery or they're going to die here with right, me. Right. So, of course, these, them die these, here with me than go these back guys going in to fight for the war, yeah. that's a step up. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That's like a, I can actually get revenge a bit. Oh, you you know? gave me a uniform right. and a gun yep. and said, and go kill gun. white folks. Let's yeah. go. And a gun, bro. And a gun. Go kill white folks. Right. Right. Word? Say less. <laughs> what, where we at? Let, let me say Not less. only yeah. kill white people, but. Yeah. 
to end slavery. To end slavery, right. exactly. Okay. Like, like straight up. Like, of yeah, course. Let's, let's ride. I like, don't die here. Bro, or die point me, point right. me in the direction, dog. Right. Like, I go in front of me the horse. Right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, you know, the union won and yeah. we became a full country again. That's awesome. Right. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't say that, but and, well, we became a country. Duh. Still uh, a full country. I'll tell you that. But by the way, that ended up, that ended just. To remind everybody, 250 years of slavery. Yeah. 250 well, years of slavery. And, and that's slavery in America. Yeah. Africans have been enslaved at that well, point for sure. 400 But I'm just years. talking about America. Here. Oh, of course. Yeah. North America. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, slavery is over. And, I mean, the future for them is, is just massively unclear. What, right? What do we do? What do you do We're now? We're free, right? but we still can't 250 have years you know, yeah. you get ripped from your homeland, you go through this atrocity, and most of the people that came over on the, you know, the Middle Passage or whatever, they're already dead. Yeah. These are children and mm-hmm. grandchildren yeah. and great-grandchildren. This is, this is three generations, four generations down the line to yeah. where they have no idea where they belong in the world at all. Right? Don't even know like, where their roots the, come the from. The idea of Africa point. itself has faded at this point. Yeah, right, right. Sure. You know like what I mean? Domestication. Like, exactly. Western domestication. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. So it's like, what do we do? Right. Where, where, where do you go? Yeah, yeah. We can't own anything, but we should because y'all took this land from these Confederate right. people. So what's up with these acres, these fucking 100,000 acres? Maybe we can get 40 acres of that and a mule, maybe? Right, right. Let's and push that's, for that. That's like, you know, we, we kind of view that, that that whole concept of 40 acres and a mule as ironic now, right? Because mm-hmm. it, looking back, that was total bullshit. Right. Know? But at the time that actually came from a black community the yeah. uh the general uh sherman and the secretary of war uh, a man named stanton met with 20 black community leaders led by a 67 uh, year old baptist minister named garrison frazier that's a great quote he said the best way we can take care of ourselves is to have land and turn it and till it by our own labor we want to be placed on land until we can buy it and make it our own. I would prefer to live by ourselves because there is a prejudice in the South that will take years to get over. Years. So I think that's really important to think about the fact that, you know, this man is he's 67 years old mm-hmm. and he's been living in this shit yeah. for that entirety of it. And he clearly sees that it has to be them developing their, their own, own community. Land. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they ended up agreeing. Which Even is, when we try that, they fuck us up, though. But we'll get to that. Right, which is awesome. They uh, they doled out 400,000 acres for, for former slaves and um, even gave a, a few of them some uh, leftover war-torn mules yeah. to help them t- yeah, yeah, tell yeah. that land. Just the broken-down ones. Yeah. Right. It's a shit deal, right? Yeah. But at least they've got some hope. You know what I mean? They've got an opportunity to we'll try see, and, and make and, something. And, and, and this is you know? this is all in talks. It's, it's never really comes to fruition for them. They had it briefly. Yeah. But then a year later, Lincoln got shot. Yeah. Assassinated. Mm-hmm. And, and boy, uh, Andrew Johnson was like, you was trying to get them what? No, bro. Yeah. Get that back to the white folks. What's was, wrong with y'all? That was one of the first Literally, things he did thing. in office. Yeah, Once he up. became president, yeah. you because quit. Lincoln got shot, one of the first things that Andrew Johnson did was repeal that. Yeah. You got to quit saying your boy. <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew Johnson ain't your boy, bro? Fuck that douche. No, sir. He is not my boy. 
<laughs> or <laughs> good to know, man. I'm glad y'all are fighting the good fight. Uh, so, like you were talking about earlier, all of that confiscated land, like the union took 400,000 acres. Yeah. Johnson becomes president and he just gave it back to the former yeah. plantation owners, the former slave owners of the South. Just gave it right back to them. It's like, cool. Leaving these former slaves with nothing. Yeah. Literally yeah. nothing. It's Again. Like, it's a cool thought, bro, but uh, nah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we can't I mean, do that for you. You know, they continued to hold on to hope, and, and, and a lot of them spent their time trying to find their former family members, you know. Yeah, because uh, you got to remember, uh, they, get, they used to get sold off. Children that were stolen yeah. from them, you know, during slavery. I mean, there are thousands, thousands of, uh, like, wanted ads or, or you know, uh, little things put in yeah, newspapers. Put in so, newspapers, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm looking for this person. I'm looking for my child. I'm looking for my husband. And at, at least for minimal, they gave them that to at least put it in a fucking newspaper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You got to think about that being a major thing as well. Them having the right to even put in an ad in a newspaper. I'm looking for my mom. She was sold in this state type shit. Yeah. Like, they were able to do that at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this shit, it's, right, shit heavy. And I mean, you know, now they're allowed to get married and they're allowed to work in the way that they want to, right? Like, like I'm going to come work on this, you know, cl- cotton field you know, or work the house or whatever but, or the house or whatever but i'm leaving but i'm leaving when i'm done i get to go home man right? my kids ain't yeah. coming to work for you either <laughs> right like, i can i can actually do i can say that now yeah. you know what i'm saying think about that my shit, kids like, get to go to school now yeah you know they get to learn how to read yeah which is i mean that's horrible that that's <laughs> a step up you know what i mean wow dog you know and they, they got the opportunity to to build churches and schools you know and um the work they did on the plantations was for crap wage and the conditions still sucked, but they could at least define their labor and, and reclaim their right as a human being. You know, exactly. they didn't want to do that. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, most of the time they had to, to be able to survive, but that was still their choice. Right. You know, and that's, that's a, a really big deal. It's a big um, step forward. Yeah. 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 From, absolutely. from like a decade prior. Right. It's a major step forward. Yeah. 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 And obviously, you know, we're talking about cotton. That was still massively uh, lucrative, you know, as far as cotton was king. Yeah, exactly. Um, A man named Benjamin Montgomery. Oh, He got the opportunity to purchase uh, the land from Joseph Davis, who was the brother of Jefferson Davis. And if you know that damn name, you know, he was the president of the Confederacy. Yep. So this former slave, Benjamin Montgomery, bought a house that the president of the Confederacy built. Yeah. Right? Yep. And killed it in the game. Like, he was the third highest gross salesman in Mississippi. And Mississippi was the highest grower in the country. Right. So Which he was means the, third, the world. Yeah, the world. Yeah. So he was the third grossing fucking uh, cotton farmer. Mm-hmm. And he also brought in his former like slave people that he was mm-hmm. working with brought them in and gave them a platform to make their own way of life by farming on his, on his fucking plantation. Yeah, yeah exactly. And literally bro, the only way he kept it alive is these white people were like, like, that's dope. I'm happy for you. Like you're getting all these rewards, but, uh, they can't know you black. So right. stay in the house. Yeah. 
So literally, bro, he, they literally, he literally yeah. stayed out of the limelight and just kept shit going and churning as long as nobody knew that he was the black dude. Literally. Basically, yeah. That's I mean, literally. For real. That's what the fuck it was. Like, straight right. up. It was, um, it was crazy. And for a long time, he did that. But I wish that he'd have taught his son a little better. Because uh, Isaiah Montgomery, mm, he was, uh, he was, uh, he was an all right guy. Um, but uh, he kind of, kind of fucked up shit for the whole black race eventually. Uh, but he did find uh, he found Mount Bayou, Mount Bayou in Mississippi. It's an all black community, and he was elected mayor. And he was active Republican politician. You gotta remember at this time there's a bunch of uh, black politicians in office because blacks could vote and people who com- who supported Confederacy could not vote. Yeah. And that tension is gonna come up later on. Mm-hmm. But. Um, Back then, he was going to a constitutional convention, and he basically agreed to, like, in order to save his black community that he built up in Mount Bayou, he agreed for literacy tests and tax, uh, uh, I guess, tax fucking poll taxes taxes and stuff to be able to vote, which most black people that could vote were illiterate. And definitely, taxes were not in their fucking. They didn't have the money to pay for that. Exactly. So he basically, in turn, to protect his black community, Isaiah Montgomery, the son of Benjamin Montgomery, he literally to protect his community. He was like, "Okay, cool. I'll agree to this law if you just leave Mount Bayou alone," not realizing that that would destroy black democracy for a long time. Yeah, and take us back years on right. what we had just I, got to they needed and, the right to vote you know what yeah. i mean and they needed their voice in politics to 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 be able to establish uh some semblance of, of a real life yeah you know? and i mean when you're governed by people that don't look like you then yeah. it's not gonna be exactly the yeah, right yeah. type of government yeah. <laughs> you feel me yeah like, and you know White people at the time were constantly trying to suppress this. You know, e- even nor- northern politicians knew that if black southerners were able to vote and elect delegates, that would skew the status quo. Yeah, yeah massively. For sure. You know, yeah, they're before, if you think about like the 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 three fifths rule mm-hmm. or law or whatever, like during yeah, slavery, clause, you know, yeah. that's immediately flipped, and so you have a vast majority of these southern states are black voters now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That could fuck up their shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Easily, sure. you know? And all, a lot of these blacks were Republicans. And that forced, like, Southern Republicans to kind of, like, go over to the Democratic side. And then that was the beginning of that first little flippity-doo that they did a lot. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are all the same, yeah. bro. Anyway. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, for yeah, real. No, seriously. Yeah. Like, that was real life. Straight but the, uh, the Republicans in, in, in the North... Uh, took advantage of this, right? They they passed the 14th Amendment giving citizenship to black people and then the 15th Amendment giving black men the right to vote, leading to black legislators in Mississippi, Alabama, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, right? Yeah. 2,000 black Americans held office from 1868 to 1876. We're talking about sheriffs, justices of the peace, Mayors, senators, House of Representatives, and, Congress. and congressmen, man. Like, Roll yeah. damn tide. 2,000, <laughs> man. Yeah, think, think, think about not learning that in high school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how many black Americans are in, like, hold positions of political office now? Uh, probably 
Probably about the same. Roughly the same, but we're talking... We're talking now compared to back in the 1800s. (laughs) That's that's crazy. Fucking crazy to think about. Seriously. And that threatened the shit out of old Whitey. Yes, it did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They be be scared of that black greatness, boy. (laughs) So the small freedom allowed to black Americans was, was slam shut. And all levels of white... Society re- reacted very negatively to that. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, give y'all a little warning. Take a shot right now. Or yeah, this is settle rough. in. It's about to get. Uh, it's about to get rough. I'm gonna make Drew take this. All right, great. Hold on, let me take a sip of this quee real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, queeler to the neck, as uh, our host Justin likes to say. Yeah, queeler to the neck. Oh, queeler to the neck. So in 1866, during the Louisiana Constitutional Convention. Ex-Confederate, ex-Confederates, police officers, and regular store-brand store white, white folks. folks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like people I was, I was raised by. Yep. <laughs> the, had, great, the great value, if yeah, you will. You know, woo! <laughs> uh, private selection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <a> private stock. <laughs> they attacked black Republicans in New Orleans. Uh, they killed any women, kids, and black persons they could find. 238 people were killed, most of whom were black. Surprise, surprise. And that's in one year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Jesus this, yeah. this is all for about them trying to vote. Mm-hmm. So to suppress the vote, bro, they just started killing people. Oh, yeah. And this is when the KKK no, you can't. started establishing yeah. you, their you, you can't. You shit can't. in the country. They just yeah. started killing people, bro. So crazy. historians estimate that in Pulaski, Tennessee, which is about an hour from here, uh, the creators of KKK committed 1,300 murders during the uh, run-up to the 1868 election. Same year in St. Bernard Parish, Louisiana, white Democrats dragged somewhere between 35. And this is, again, like another one of these fucking number things that's in every episode. The history between 35 and 200. Oh, shit. 35 and 200. So, you know, kind of a bit of a blur there. 350? Yeah, exactly. It was was purposefully not documented. And it's also probably a lowball. Yeah, think about this. No, you know absolutely. I mean? It's definitely yeah. if they put a number to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. So they did this, you know, to essentially they took them from the homes and everything. Not allow people to, or not allow the black people to be able to vote. Right. Like literally, the thing was, if you look like you're going to vote, they killed you. Yeah. Like if you're on yeah. a road that led to a voting poll office, they would kill you. Like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And these it, are. My bad. No, go ahead. These bro. are probably the law who you would call when someone kills someone. Yeah. These are the people doing yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Bro, th- these are sheriffs and people that they deputize under them right. to police the streets in order to not let black people vote because they were that afraid yeah. of that many black people right. being in fucking politics. This bro. is uh this is a nightmare. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Like, yeah. Who, can you imagine? Speak- Speaking of nice. No. You think you I think can't about imagine No, no. I, 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 I legitimately don't, can't. Don't want to. You think about, <laughs> you think about the Christ. people that are like, you know, 30 or 40 around this time that went through slavery, yeah. seen us get freed, mm-hmm. had the right to vote, and now you're terrorized every damn day right. again yeah. just because you can have something. Right. You know what I mean? That's genetic trauma that's I mean, still passed down in right. people to this day, bro. And think like about genetic how trauma that's voting was to, yeah. to, to these freed people. Like, you know, we're not talking about hopping in your car and driving to the local uh, elementary school mm. around no. the corner. Right. You have to, they're walking. You're walking right. or, you, or you have a, a 25 fucking, miles to right. right 
in what you want to do, yeah. you know? Then walk the fuck back. And yeah. then walk the fuck <laughs> back. Yeah, exactly. Instead of that happening, if you can make they're it here, right? pulled oh, off right. the the path. Like, you're walking. They literally, in some situations, they yeah. hop out of the bushes yeah. and then fucking hang you from a tree. These are these are dirt paths, mind you. Yeah, like these these are not bustling streets. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and we were, we're talking talk- about the backwoods of Louisiana and Mississippi and Georgia mm-hmm. and South Carolina. These right. are not bustling cities. Bro. Well, I mean, we were talking about like uh, in that one year you asked. Well, just in the fall, just in the fall of 1860, uh, 1868, um, in the town of Opelousa, Louisiana, um, members of the Knights of the White Camellia. Which is another brand for KKK. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. Um, Along with white Democrats, killed 200 to 300 black people and slaughtered 27 prisoners just in the fall. Yeah. Just in the fall. And it happened all over South Carolina as well uh, because, you know, South Carolina was the central hub for slave trade anyway. Mm -hmm. Charleston Um, was the capital. Charleston was the... The butthole. Yeah, that was that was a stinky one. Yeah, it's yeah. still stinky and it floods, and that's kind of, you know, a good thing. Uh, anyway, if you're um, in Charleston and you're listening, we love you. Yeah, we, anyway. we we love you. Just flood away. <laughs> sorry about your past. But, yeah, you know, sorry. Sucks for you. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Continue. Altogether, fifteen hundred were killed to prevent them from voting. Um, one of the things you must remember is that in many of these states, the Union soldiers. In charge of upholding the law of the nation, not just in the South, were black. Yeah, you have to imagine how pissed off the white ruling class was at this point. You know, because they're they're being enforced by a black troop, right? So, hey, you're you're a Union soldier. Go and make sure the South is doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. You mean I listen to this black boy with a gun? You know what I mean? Like, right? That was their visual, and that's why the fucking KKK took over some states is because. They seen black soldiers with guns. They didn't see American troops. They seen black slaves with guns. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Well, hell, in Lawrence County, South Carolina, the government, uh, the governor had to declare martial law just in that county because you know thousands of white KKK sympathizers attacked you know black freedom, uh, black freedom fighters, and everything that w- that were trying to you know get to the ballots, yeah. and uh, you know that was you know a big big thing there. They did that um, because they tried to stuff the ballot box. Yeah, exactly. And they failed. Yeah, yeah they failed. And too. so their second reaction or plan B, if you will, mm-hmm. is to just kill them. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah. That's, what, that's what they go to every time. Just kill them. Yeah. And in North Carolina, there was an actual two-year war. Um, so this is in the KKK shit I was talking about. Yeah. yeah in the real. Kirk Holden War. You look it up. Shit's crazy, bro. Look it up. Look it it's up. Just, it's, it's Goojily. Goojily. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, like, and and just before you dive into yeah, this yeah, next yeah. little piece, because it gets real deep in like the KKK taking over states for two years mm. and killing a lot of American soldiers. It's the first time a terrorist group has ever done that on American soil. Anyway, um, just know that we'll give you some hot facts, but this is the tip of the iceberg to this time. And if you really want to dive in, I, I advise you to get a bottle of whiskey or tequila and dive in there. But we're going to give you these hot facts real quick. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Maybe smoke you a little bit of reefer, too. Yeah, just had to interject real quick. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? But, yeah, in the Kirk Holden War, the Army had um, had to come in and fight the KKK, mm-hmm. which is, you know, yay, wonderful. 
Uh, racist white Democrats took up arms, arrested the leaders of the army, Kirk, um, impeached North Carolina's governor, Holden. Hashtag Kirk and Holden war. Yep. Right. Right. And removed him from office. Yeah. So the Union Army, the American National Army, <laughs> comes in. The KKK overthrows that, mm-hmm. pulls the elected governor from office. Peterson. This is a two-year war, bro, with the KKK in yeah. a state, with the army, and that's just one state. You're talking about terrorists. Sure. I mean, these, these are... Oh, no, let your boy tell it. Find people on both sides, baby. Find people on both sides. Mm. Stop with Again, your boy Again, not your boy. Not your... Mm. God damn it. Sweet potato Again, with your boy. Actually, hold on. We ain't even going to let him come into this shit. Nah, right we're going to leave 45 out. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, 86, 45. T- tell him about Arkansas, too, though, man, because that was in North Carolina. Tell well, yeah, and Arkansas had to form a, a militia to fight the KKK. They basically had to travel um, across the state to fight the Klan. But they didn't just intimidate blacks from voting. They had another plan. They just assassinated the black candidates. Yeah. They just assassinated Damn. them. Elected like, yeah. officials. Elected officials. Yeah. They, they just, just went through them. killing them. Yeah. What's up? What's happening, world? This is Justin, Drew, and Grant from Friends, Facts, and Fiction Podcast. And we're here to talk about Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Let's talk about it. It's free. It's free. Uh-oh. They have all these creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I mean, anywhere you can really find a podcast. They'll, they'll throw it out there, bro. <laughs> and with no minimum listenership, they will also help you gain money. Boom. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I mean, download the free app right now, bro. What you waiting on? Let's go. Let's go. This is the Arkansas Militia Wars. It lasted almost two years. Another two-year war with the KKK. And a whole different state, mind you. Yeah, right. Now, in all these incidents, no whites were ever charged. Of course not. And white racist Democrats managed to overthrow and Mm -hmm. use intimidation. Yeah. You know, to just get yeah. their, their point across, essentially. Violence and intimidation mm-hmm. uh, tends to be the way of the country, bro. Yeah, I actually saw, um, I was watching a really fucked up documentary this morning about 6 a.m. Um, talking about Mississippi. This is where life has become, by the and, way. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I just Great watched. Start to the day. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> 6 a.m., let me. Dragging a tear. I'm telling you, bro. Let me get in my tears real quick. Um, but. There is a, is a great documentary. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It was uh, it was uh, caused by this rabbit hole of um, diving into the subject. Yeah, the um, research has been. But immense. I finally I finally got into this one um, about uh, Louisiana, and it was uh, really fucked up in the, in the case of or not Louisiana, but Mississippi. Louisiana fucked up too, but yeah. Mississippi is like uh, they started the documentary off with like there's the United States, there's the South, and then there's Mississippi. Yeah, bro. And sure. that's Bro, essentially the way Mississippi it Mississippi grew the most cotton. They were the most brutal mm-hmm. to the slaves. And to this day, there's some back road sharecropper, sharecropping happening in Mississippi, bro. For sure. Like, oh, to yeah. To this day, bro. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers, I ain't even never seen a city type shit. Oh, yeah. It's out there for in Mississippi sure. right now. I know this for a fact. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, like, motherfuckers think this shit is yesteryear. And, like, nah, bro. Mm-mm. This shit has, it has a lasting effect. And we will not see the end of this shit for another fucking century probably oh yeah easy like, until, honestly dog like, yeah, yeah I mean, if, I'm, if i'm being completely real my heart on the table this shit is gonna last well after we're gone 
real. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's from the shit that we're well, talking Well, you still about. have the stain of like what Grant and I grew up with. And yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're like essentially forced to believe, if you will. Um, and and we're like I, I, I talked too. to a couple of my family members and I said, you know, I don't mean to uh, sugarcoat shit, but here you go. Um, hopefully, and I, I hate to talk about your, your mortality, but hopefully my grandmother and my parents are the last of a dying race of racism. But like you said, it's not going to, it's not yeah, going to be that easy because it's there's not, still people in our generation. that are still yeah. sucking that proverbial hee-haw. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, and they, it's, you know, it's, it's their it's, heritage. Well, it's, it's systematic now. And it's such, it's such a, it's a, man, it's embedded in the culture. Mm-hmm. And even the way you look at something, bro, like honestly, like, um, I was talking to this Uber driver. This is a funny story. We'll get back to these hot facts. We're taking a tangent. But I was talking to this Uber driver one day, man. And um, he said, uh, he said, damn, bro, where you from? I was like, I'm from Alabama, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. I was like, I'm from New York, whatever. And he's like, man, I had this crazy story, man, because, uh, you know, I don't think myself is racist or whatnot. And I was like, oh, okay, this is about to be interesting. It's 8 a.m. I'm just trying to get to work. So it's uh, a white guard, black. Black dude, okay. black dude, black dude. Okay. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And because he started off like asking me some questions about some shit that's happening in society, basically. And we get to this point and he's like, I never consider myself racist, bro. And I was like, okay, um, hadn't had my coffee yet, but let's, let's do this shit then, bro. Here and, we go. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, so I, I go to... Uh, <laughs> I go to the fucking airport and I'm supposed to pick up this chick uh, named Tashonda, I think he said. And he pulls up to the airport and there's this black chick and this white chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're standing close to each other. So his, his ping is like right there on both of them. So he pulls up to the black chick, oh, of course, right, right, first. Right. And yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, Tashonda, right? She's like, no, my name is Bethany. And the white girl is like, Tashonda, I'm Tashonda. <laughs> and he said, bro, he said it fucked him up, bro. He said, hey, bro, he said it fucked him up, bro. And I was like, and <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, because in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, where'd you go? Yeah. Oh, oh twist like and that, right. that's a situation of like we don't even think about that's a racist thing you know what i mean yeah. that's profiling you know Absolutely. what i mean but we don't even think about that as you know a bad thing or like it was just like inherit so yeah. it's so embedded so deep it's gonna take a long time to unlearn this shit bro and it shook him to his core like he was literally just like bro, i don't know how i feel about the shit bro. right because like, it happened to him i guess that the ride before me or some shit mm-hmm. and he was like still shook about it but i was like damn like this really fucked him up like you know right. what i'm saying like and it's wild to think about it like that though you know what i mean like it's yeah. crazy I wonder where tashant is from yeah i don't know man i'm probably, saying probably oakland oakland <laughs> maybe so it's a hard-ass name i was actually gonna say mississippi or Kentucky, i've never met a white yeah. girl named tashanda but that's just <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> I've met one white girl named Lawanda. That's real. Wow. In Tuscaloosa. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Shout out to Winn Dixie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, we can get back to, <laughs> back to these hot facts. Anyway, so in 1873, <laughs> in Colfax, Louisiana, these 300 armed white dudes killed 100 black, uh, 100 black men um, over the outcome, over a contested uh, outcome yeah. of the election results. That's crazy. They just straight up killed them. It's like I didn't like how the election went. You yeah. probably voted for them. Yeah, we're gonna kill. We're you. just gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the logic. The, the votes are in. The fucking right. logic. But let's just uh, just take them out. But one of the crazier stories is what happened to the original thirty-three in yeah, Georgia. Thirty-three in Georgia, man. That, yeah. that shit was uh, mm. fucking brutal. Um, in eighteen sixty-eight, the citizens of Georgia elected thirty black state representatives and three black senators to the state legislature. 
24 were ministers. Y'all know why folks weren't having that shit, though. No, no, <laughs> no. Not that they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> right. But um, uh, the uh, first, they expelled 26 representatives. Then they removed three senators. Ten days later, they removed the final mulatto, mulatto. representatives from the office. Uh, then they started killing them. You know, just uh, start killing them. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, one quarter of those black elected officials were jailed, beaten, or shot. Then the Georgia Supreme Court ruled that the elected officials had no right to hold office because their veins held African blood. So, so I'm just going to go ahead and pop in here real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so they acknowledge that we have heritage, mm-hmm. but have taken it from us for hundreds of years. They acknowledge that we have African blood, right? right? That's right. why we can't be in office. Yeah. But then... Like takes that from us in the same sense. It's, it bro, like the logic of this shit, and like how just. Mm. And then fast forward a yeah. couple hundred years, and they 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 fly a Confederate flag and call it what? Yeah, heritage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. So it was like you know, it's, it's slap right. in the face. Bro. It's wild, man. And, and it's ah. Anyway, if you're a little if you're a little tight right now, take we a understand. shot. Man. We love you. Take a shot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe press pause real quick, get a breath of fresh air, come back. Um, but a lot of these representatives, they um, um, they started to march, you know, and the supporters of these people that were being uh, unjustly um, attacked, um, they had supporters because imagine being enslaved years ago and then you finding out that like 30 of your peers are in the fucking state legislation, legislation you know what I mean? Right. So, and then forcibly removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go to march, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to march on this. Like, we always do. We march, and we speak loud, and we speak proud. And, of course, this incensed the white people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And most of the reason why all these uh, people got elected is because there were all these crazy laws in place before Jim Crow even happened, bro. There was all these crazy, like, laws and clauses and fucking, like, little deals, I guess. I don't know. But a uh, black man, if he had a gun... If a white man walked up to him and asked him for the gun, he was legally uh, allowed to give it to him. Like legally, you were supposed to give yeah. the white man your That's gun if you're up. black and you had one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't even properly defend yourself. You know what I mean? But one of the state senators that was removed from office, uh, he reportedly had 400 armed guards with him. That's correct. In that idea of like, you know, you can't ask. All of these yeah, four hundred. You can't get all these traps. men <laughs> to give you all of their guns. Yeah, One of them's right. gonna clap on you. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> so bro. Right. The, psh, yeah. Um, it didn't ring very brightly to the ears of the group. So the citizens committee told them to hand over their guns. They said no, and the so, uh, white so. Democrats had no choice. To let them pass, right? So these motherfuckers march in twenty five miles, mm-hmm. yeah, and they get, uh, <laughs> and they get, uh, I guess, encountered with a citizens committee. Yeah, right. Citizens committee. See, see, when white people start throwing on that citizen, just, you know, shit about to get sideways, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a citizen now. Yeah, okay, bro. Like, right, cut, right. chill back, bro. So. At least they got past that group. They should have just dumped on them in the first place, to be right. honest. 400 people should have just capped them, yeah. to be real. <laughs> but anyway. They make it to an all-white town of uh, Camille. Uh, the sheriff deputized pretty much all of the white, quote-unquote, citizens. Mm-hmm. 
and armed them. When the black legislatures and marchers came through, they were all killed. Didn't stop there. For weeks, white Democrats roamed the Georgia countryside, beating, murdering, and lynching any black person who looked like they might vote. Look like they might vote. Yeah, yeah. you ain't you ain't gotta have a. You know, there's no dog in the fight. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It, it's just you know, it's not. And, and that might vote thing. It's just you're black. Yes, yes. That's yeah. it. Exactly. It ain't exactly. might vote. Exactly. It's just you're black. Yes, you're black. It's yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's fucking ridiculous, bro. I mean, in the entire history of America, this was the only non-wartime incident that the president of the United States suspended the constitutional right to habeas corpus, right? which is being detained without charge with a crime, without being charged mm-hmm. with a crime. Yeah. Uh, the third enforcement act or the civil rights act of 1871 basically spells out how the American government had to go to war with the early KKK. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that shit, bro? Like we might be on the brink of some shit like that right now. Maybe. You know what I mean? But the, the, the crazy fucking thing is that the KKK won. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> That's the crazy shit about it all. They, mm-hmm. they ruled three states, bro. Yeah. Three or four states. They ruled for like two years. I know. A, a, a white supremacist army is the only army that ever defeated the U.S. Army. It's fucking crazy, right? bro. In 1874. Don't give them ideas. The f- <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> In 1874, the 5,000 members of the Democratic White League literally overthrew the Republican Louisiana governor in the Battle of Liberty Place. In Colfax, Louisiana, the same fucking year, the White League killed 150 black people and assassinated Republican candidates. That's crazy. The same thing happened the same year in uh, Cushada, I think, Louisiana. Uh I mean, they overthrew the government, you know? This shit is crazy, bro. It's fucking insane, man. Oh, man. Not only did these terrorists, I mean, they're obviously terrorists. I mean, this is, they're inciting terror Mm -hmm. to go against the rule of the nation. It's a terrorist society, yes. It's a terrorist group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. They, They used violence to oust democratically elected candidates from office. But they also changed the course of history. I mean, in 1876 election, racist Democrats cheated so bad that the Electoral College was basically disbanded. In South Carolina, they stuffed the ballot box so bad that 101% of eligible voters were represented. (laughs) Shit's crazy. What? (laughs) Yeah. Hundred and one. Okay. Hundred and one percent, my guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how the voter turnout was back then, but nowadays you're lucky to get like forty percent of <laughs> eligible voters to actually fucking vote for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. the electoral college ain't been about shit since the jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. never has been, man. It's fucking insane. Yeah, that shit's wild, bro. And, and yeah. in Florida and Georgia, they just created their own ballots. Some of the southern states re- just refuse to give Republicans their electoral votes, regardless of their It's results. basically like, no, you're not getting that, or you can die right now. Mm-hmm. What's up? Okay, yeah. you'll settle for not getting it? Cool. Yeah. Right on, Peter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to win or do you want to die? Yeah, exactly. You know? It's literally what they did. Oh, wait, you're going to die either way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Crazy. Joke's on you. <sighs> yep. And I, I think this all, all, all comes from this really 
fucked up sense of uh, um, power, you know. And it, the white people at the time, they did, they just assumed it was one or the other, not a shared situation, right? Yeah, it was they, either they never black thought. supremacy or white supremacy, yeah. you know. And I think that's why they combated it so hard. They never thought in equal ever, right. ever, bro. Right. Never thought in equal ever. It, the people that came and saved y'all ass in fucking Europe are the same people that y'all bastardizing to this day. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you never could see us as equal ever. Right. It was either black supreme or white supreme. That's where you're at. That's where you're fucking at. Yeah. That's where some of these dumbass motherfuckers still are, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. Till this sure. fucking it's like, bro, like, what? <laughs> it's fuck it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean any anytime black people would have some kind of success, you know, that that just became a rallying cry for these this types of violence, right? I mean, yeah. you know, all these lynchings would happen, you know, and Northern Republicans uh, began to realign their support, you know, because they didn't want another civil war. Um, so in 1876, this deadlocked uh, presidential election led to both parties claiming victory. Instead, Congress decided to let a 15-member group go into a back room and decide what to do. Sounds familiar. And Rutherford B. Hayes was declared the winner by 185 electoral votes to Tilden's 184 electoral electoral votes. At least they made it seem close. You know what I mean? Like they made it seem like he just barely got there. You know what I mean? And to make up for a Republican president, Congress and Hayes agreed to do five things. This is that backdoor deal. Put a Democrat in the cabinet, which he did. Uh, remove the troops from the South, which he also did. To build a trans transcontinental railroad through the South, which that never fucking happened. Hey, you, well, you don't want them to leave. Right? You got to force them to stay where they are. You don't want them to be able to fucking ship goods. Exactly. Yeah. And to help build the South from an agrarian economy to an industrial economy. They didn't do that. No. <laughs> And you going to fuck up this money? No. Nah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Come on. And the South wanted con- the Congress and the president to assure them that they would not interfere in how Southern states treated its black citizens. It's a big fucking thing. Because yeah. the South had money, so they ruled the fucking country. Right. Regardless if they lost the war or not. Oh, yeah. They had the money, bro. They had the economy in their pocket. You feel me? Like, this literally... Which is... Jim Crow. I mean, yeah. that's where fucking Jim Crow comes from. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some uh, some hot facts about white hood, white hood, OKKK, real quick. Uh, God damn. So uh, oh, man. shout out to Gambino, real at quick. Least, nice at, reference. At least yeah. we can make this a little funny. Yeah, uh, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Uh, interesting fact: the KKK actually started through the immigration of Scottish and Irish immigrants. Yeah. Uh, mostly Scottish, mostly Scottish. Um, the Scots were essentially recruited to live in the bordering states of natives and French because, uh, because they're fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep people out. They wanted to, um, s- uh, uh, essentially create a buffer zone yeah. for potential invasions. Well, they, they, they went up in the hills and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, the Scott Irish are mm-hmm. the beginning of so they, they 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 the initially just wanted to be on hilltops and have higher physical perspectives, um, so they would know where the enemies were. Um, this actually created the term hillbillies. Yeah. Mm. Um, exactly. Yeah. But and initially, like, the whole KKK bullshit was 
a joke. Like, oh, for sure. They they were just dressed up in costume. It was like theater for them. Well, yeah. And they were they were like playing instruments and shit mm-hmm. and like kicking it in this back fucking this back theater fucking situation in Pulaski. Right. Like, but what got them to that was they you know the the, uh, the Scottish and Irish moved over because they were being oppressed, but they they noticed that the biggest cash crop was cotton. And the only way to not bust their ass was to have slaves. So they essentially went from the oppressed to the oppressors. And then you have blacks that are um, able to vote and hold their own land. And this kind of rubbed them the wrong way. They were like, oh, shit, well, we've been oppressed for all these years, and we come over here, and we're the oppressors, but you're giving the oppressed land, and now we have to fight for this over these people that we have oppressed. So six guys and uh, come back from the Civil War back to Pulaski, Tennessee. To They come back to only one building standing, which is the courthouse. Yeah. And they're pissed off. Because they've lost their businesses. They've lost their economy. And so these six city. guys, like, they're just wanting to have their clan, you know, because they have uh, descended from Scottish and Irish, so they call themselves a clan. They're not necessarily blood related but that's the way you know things go with that, that that's that's a little heritage that's our heritage mm-hmm. this ain't my culture and heritage <laughs> but anyway so they saw anyway. that shit going down and so they started uh doing uh, they got together initially to jam if you will starting yeah. playing music and Play like music. chase girls around the town or whatever yeah. but they also had uh, essentially a, a a play every week Mm-hmm. And these were based off of minstrel plays, yeah. uh, you know, and which were, you know, not not always um, against or, or making fun of blacks, but 90 percent of the time. Of course, of they course. were. Yeah. It was the depiction of, uh, you know, it's black, where Jim Crow people. came from. Yeah. But black people as animals, as like, you know, uh, savages. And then the white savior would come through in this fucking like gown and shit. Like all this shit came from them just doing plays mm-hmm. because they were fucking depressed assholes so these six guys these six <laughs> they were pieces guys. of shit that had nothing and they wanted to make fun of black people and then they ended up killing thousands of, our, yeah. of us bro it's fucking crazy well these dog. six guys anyway uh <laughs> went from six guys to in- chill back to yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> these six guys um from this point in the late 1800s to 1925 turned into five million jesus christ the strongest political force in the United States in 1924 and 1925 was the KKK because these six dudes had this one idea that turned mm-hmm. the rest of the South into poly pissy pants. It was, it was, so, I think it was the, uh, what was his last name? McFord, I think was the guy that initially had violent thoughts. Yeah. And he pretty much started the whole mm-hmm. rigmarole with the shit. Yeah. And it tumbled into you know, them well, taking over I mean, states and killing fucking Union soldiers. And, and was it know, Birth of a Nation or... Uh, the uh, movie Birth of a Nation. Yeah, the movie Birth of a Nation yeah. is, is actually what, like, the KKK actually started to kind of quieten, uh, quieten down a bit before that, that because movie. people started seeing, this is fucked up. And then Birth of a Nation was put out, the right. movie, and this is what grew. It, it essentially took, it, it glorified the KKK. Yeah. They, well, they came and saved this, these mm-hmm. these white women. Yeah, because it, 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 it's, it switched yeah, the exactly. script. It's you know, exactly like black people were, were the oppressors and white people, yeah. you know, were the oppressed. And they for came some, and saved the day. For some twisted fucking reason, 
all these white pieces of shit jumped on that fucking train and yeah. ran with it. Well, you got to think back in those days, you're talking about 1915-ish. Uh-huh. Um, back in those days, the picture show, if you will, is the most fucking ethereal situation oh, yeah. for humans. It's like, oh my, let's capture my imagination. Like, you're, you're literally enthralling me and i'm believing everything i see oh shit which, they got moving pictures well and and they, they show it's, it's like people with facebook today yeah. you believe everything mm-hmm. you see on facebook damn you mm-hmm. might as well be watching a goddamn intro show Uh-oh. right <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean that's true yeah. correlation like, you know, made true. yeah like you know it's, it's, it's it keeps happening it's not it's not going away i'm telling you but yeah that's why that was such an influence for mm-hmm. the kk to come back though that movie literally like it was fucked up that they aired that shit at the White House, bro. Yeah. It was the yeah. first movie the ever. House. It was the first movie ever fucking shown at the White House. And it was the most racially charged movie. Jesus Christ, I did not ever. know that. Yeah. It was the, the most, first movie they put in? The first movie they ever Fucking Go Go Gadget America. Yeah. That was, was like the that was like the Mission Impossible of yeah. that day. I mean it was, yeah. you know, it was Titanic it was of that huge, day. Huge, bro. Sure. It was gigantic, a monster movie. Yeah. yeah. It was gigantic. Not bro. to compare it to any other um bullshit. Um, movies, but it's essentially the um, African oppression version of um, what is it? Uh, Reefer Madness. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Good, point. Good point. I mean, it showed Gus, the main black character, which was the pivotal point in the movie, which was a, a proverbial rape scene, which nothing rapey ever happened. It just shows Gus chasing this white lady who Gus is black face, white dude anyway, yeah, exactly. right. chasing this white lady until uh, so much that she's, he's trying to rape her apparently so much that she's afraid for her life and runs and jumps, jumps off, a, off cliff. a cliff. Yeah. She'd jumps rather off. die than be raped yeah. by a black guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I can, uh, that whole, we're going to get, we're going to get deeper into that situation with the Jim Crow section. But, um, just real quick before we slide up out of this KAK section, I got a little side story I'm gonna do real quick. Yeah. Um, so the yeah. years the year is like 2006, uh, maybe 2007. Um, I'm in high school and I'm into this chick. You know, she's a white girl. Um, in my town, that was taboo in the first place. Uh-huh. You know, where's well, your town? Elba, Alabama. I graduated with 67 people, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was big class. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was solid. Everybody but, could sit at the same lunch yeah, table. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, literally, we didn't know each other at all. Like, nobody knew each other's moms and nothing like that. You know, it's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, you know, uh, it was kind of taboo because I'm from a country town. But hey, I'm in all women. White girls is just one of my things. So <laughs> I get to dating her or whatnot. And um, it was kind of like a low key. Like, nobody really knew we were dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, Never really happened like that. And anytime I go to her crib, I would like park behind the house, all this type of shit that I didn't, I didn't thought nothing of it. It was just like normal to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's just the type of shit I grew up in. Anyway, so um, she's giving me a ride from football practice one night. Um, and she fucking, she hits. She's a cheerleader, right? She's a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking throw up right now. I was captain of the football squad. She was captain of the cheerleading squad. Anyway. Uh-oh, humble brag. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Anyway, so she's giving me a ride back uh, to my crib because I didn't have my car today or something. And uh, she ends up hitting this guy on a motorcycle. And uh, that crash kind of makes a newspaper. Anything makes a newspaper in that hometown. It's fucking like, it's everywhere in the like two hours. Town. You feel me? And, uh, you know, me with her. Oh, shit. What is that? 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So eventually, where it gets out that we're dating, I guess, at this point. And um, one one random Saturday night, I get a phone call. I'm chilling with the homies like usual, like usual Saturday night. I'm chilling with the homies. We're playing spades. You know what I'm saying? We are not doing anything illegal at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> besides and, talking to a white girl, but yeah, besides talking to a white, yeah. obviously. And um, you know, I get this, I get this phone call, and you know, back in them days, you had the razor. You know what I mean? Remember mm. them razors on me? I oh, looked, yeah. and I was like, yeah. I don't really know that number. You know what I'm saying? But I flipped the phone open, and I said, "What's up? What's going on?" It's like, is this Justin Hammonds? It's like, uh, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck is this? It's like, well, uh, I, I know who you date, nigga. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I need you to come see me right now. Kind of road eight. And I was like, uh, the fuck did you just say to me? And then my homie was standing beside me. He's like, let me see the phone, bro. Fuck, what did you say? And he's like, what's up? Like, he's talking, talking, talking. I don't know what the fuck he heard. But he looked at me. and was like, bro, we need to go over there right now. And I was like, let's go. Like, say less. Let's go. Because me being my fucking self-confident, conceited ass when I was fucking 17, I was like, I was fucking, let's go, bro. You know what I mean? Like. Fucking, let's get it. So we hop in my whip. We like five deep in a '94 Camry. Hmm. <laughs> Bruh, we we ready. You feel what I'm saying? So I pull up or whatnot, and uh, you know I pull up on the uh, other side of the highway so I can walk across the street. Uh, and like at this point, I hop out the car. He's in the he's on the front porch. His truck is parked to the left of the house, and I'm walking across this fucking county road, barely lit. You know what I mean? Trailers along the highway, basically. Or the county highway. If you know what the county highway mm-hmm. is, you know what the county highway is. And walking across the street, at this point, I'm taking off my shirt. Like, let's get it, homie. Like, come out in the yard. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, what's up? You're talking that shit. Let's get it. And uh, he literally, like, because I got four of my homies walking behind me. Of course, because he has some more motherfuckers. Like, I ain't stupid. You know what I mean? So, uh, walking across the street or whatever, and I get in the yard, and uh, he just runs to his truck real quick. And I'm like, mm, that don't feel right. So I literally, I turned around, I was like, bro, let's go. And as soon as I say that, we turn, run back to my car, and all I, all I hear is, cop, 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 cop. And then all I'm hearing is, them shits. And then the truck pulls the fuck off. We had, luckily, nobody got hit. My car didn't even get hit because this motherfucker's probably drunk anyway. I hop in my whip, I duck off. We duck off back in the county roads and get back to where we were at. But not to my knowledge, at the time, this chick's father, involved the kkk mm-hmm. dude they called me it's involved the kkk there's a chapter of the kkk very close to my hometown you feel what i'm saying right. like where my mom actually lived at the time it was very close and i had no fucking idea about this you feel me because like why you know, would you yeah exactly mm-hmm. why, why the fuck would i know this shit you know what i mean yeah but like it they was told, don't want you to know yeah, it was told shit. it was told to me later on that like this is a, a, a kkk situation that you got yourself into bro and i was like right thank you why ain't y'all tell me this beforehand? Y'all gonna tell y'all gonna wait until I almost die? You know what I mean? Like, and like, let, let alone that shit didn't make the paper at all. You know what I mean? First Gunshots fired on County Highway. That, that shit didn't make the paper. Right. About two weeks later, we see his truck. Then this, this is the ironic shit right here, okay? We see his truck at a homegirl's house in the hood. Black cheerleader. This white dude. No at shit. her crib. We're riding through, we're riding through the fucking hood, whatever. Not doing anything illegal, mom. I swear. And we're pulling up in the cul-de-sac. I'm like, that's that's that that's that. Mo-. Everybody hopped out before I could put my car in park. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, we they stomping this truck in, denting that motherfucker, trying to cut tires. I'm banging on the front door like, what's up, bro? Let's go. Oh, you gonna let this little you gonna let this tiny cheerleader hold you back? Oh, so you a little bitch like that? Huh? That's what you're doing. Huh? That's, that's that's what you're doing out here, bro. And like we bounce. 
that makes the paper. Huh. Of course it does. Seriously. Yeah, truck truck vandalized makes the paper. Shit's crazy, bro. And like, motherfuckers think that this shit is so far away. It was 06. I got death threats from the KKK when I was fucking 16, 17 they years old, They shot at you. Bro. Yeah. They weren't shooting to scare you away. They shot at you. Yeah. And... Mom, if you're listening, I love you. And I never told you that for a reason, but it's out there now. <laughs> anyway, um, and I'm still alive and I'm safe, I promise. Um, but yeah, bro, I was 16, 17, and that shit happened. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, and damn. people think that this type of influence does not affect us to this day. It, it's going to affect us for years to come, bro. Yeah. You know We're talking about 15 years ago. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, bro. Damn, you, you can put my age out there like that, bro? No. Nah. Damn, homie. Nah, I said it. I said we're talking about about fifteen years ago. About yeah. yeah, about fifteen about, years about, ago. Somewhere around. I guess I put it out there anyway. Well, I'm the oldest one anyway. That's what it is. Not that my um, not that my voice. You know. So I grew up in a very similar situation to Justin. Uh, my graduating class is fifty two. Um, not when I actually transferred to another high school, um, which was graduating class of six hundred and sixty two. Um, but where I grew up proper. Um, piece of shit redneck town called Samantha, Alabama, in the outskirts of Northport, Alabama. Samantha. Samantha is what they said. And uh, if your name was Sarah, you were Sarah. Um, So, yeah, that kind of bullshit. But anyway... Went to went to school and I won't throw this chick's name out there just for her. Yeah, don't posterity. do no names, bro. That's why I didn't do no names. Yeah, no, nah, like, no, nah, nah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. throw horse girl's name out there, but her uh, apparently horse girl, horse girl was she was obsessed with girl. horses. Uh, like Tina from Bob's Burgers. Worse. Oh wow. Um, but anyway, she uh, she she prided herself that her grandfather was the Grand Dragon of the KKK. Mm. Grand Dragon. Mm. Grand so we ain't dragon. talking about no little like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is the dude who made the moves. Yeah, this, you know? dude, this dude that wears the red. Yep. If you will. Yeah. If you know anything right. about the shitty organization. Right. Um, and also, so so that's that's kind of a, a, a delving into what I, I grew up around. And it was normal. Like, it wasn't anything that was like, I was like, oh, okay, your granddad's KKK dude. So are half the people that, see, you know, see, I'm that's sitting what, here with. In my situation, that's what I thought like years later, of course, because I was pissed about that for a long time. It, was, it mm-hmm. took me a long time for I could even tell anybody that story. If you were not there that night, you didn't know about that shit until mm-hmm. I was fucking like 22 or some shit. Yeah. But at the same time, as an adult now, I look back on it like that's all they knew. Yeah. This is all I knew. Yeah, so we, 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 came, come, we, we met in the middle, like... We what? come from like Wait, opposite ends fuck? of the spectrum, like, but very why similar. You, why you mad at me, bro? You're fucking a black girl. Like, right? Right. I don't know if they're fucking. That's why I paused. <laughs> but you're with a black chick. I'm with right. a white chick. What, what's the difference here, dog? Like, why are you mad? Like, you feel me? But that's all he all he knows is but the I, press. You know what I'm I saying? Also, like, it's, it's weird. Lived bro. on a street called, uh, and I will throw this out there Lester Taylor Road on um, the Lake Tuscaloosa. You guys in Tuscaloosa know where the fuck I'm talking about. I like to call it Molester Taylor. Uh oh. But um, at the end of the road, every Thursday night, it may have been Tuesday, I'm pretty sure it's Thursday, at 6 p.m., they had quote-unquote bluegrass meetings. And it was a well-known fact that at the end of the road was, the, much music, huh? was the KKK headquarters of the, uh, of Alabama in that, in that time period. Yeah. Like, so their bluegrass meetings were very obviously not bluegrass meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, living on that road, I always had this innate, like, fear of going that way. Yeah. Like, going down to the end of the road. And this, like, you could feel spirits 
around you. Right, not to like, be morbid, because, but I know telling what you might see. Well, I mean, it saying? used to be a swamp. Yeah. Oof. So I've seen some shit. That's another episode, like some crazy, yeah. you know, ghostly-ass shit out in that area, but it's... Uh, you do some paranormal shit. It's fucking real. So, it's it's real. Like, uh, I mean, and this, like Justin said, this is, you know, uh, I said 15 years ago, this shit's still happening like yeah. two minutes ago. Right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, shit's real. Keep your eyes open, especially if you're in these areas and fucking like, yeah. like, you know, your voice needs to be heard, but watch your fucking mouth in certain areas just for your own and, fucking and safety. I, I, I would honestly say, man, uh, coming from the South, um, if you're driving through the South and you're not from here, do not stop in Pulaski if you're black. Do not stop in nope. Coleman, Alabama if you're black. No. Um, and try to avoid East Tennessee mm-hmm. as much as possible, unless you're going to Knoxville. Avoid East Tennessee altogether. Yeah. Altogether. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't shit in Knoxville for you. Roll time. Yeah, roll time. Roll time. Roll time. Exactly. They got some throw up. Colored fucking jerseys. It's, that's that, it's you, that inside the pumpkin orange. Yeah. <laughs> it's that puke or that orange that don't sit well with me. I don't like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a dog person. I'm not a dog person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, that's a good reference. Uh, that's if, great. You, if you're lost on that, uh, just uh, YouTube Bama fan hate Tennessee and you will laugh because this episode was heavy and roll tide. But, um, we're going to end this one off real quick and uh, we'll be back next week with part two of this. Cause we, it's a lot more we need to cover. Um, and, um, oof, sorry if we, uh, made you getting your feels today, but it's got to be heard, man. It's got to be known. These are facts that you need to hear. Share with your friends, your mama now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but here with Kev Worm, I'm Justin Hammonds. That's Drew Shurnet. That's Grant Bramlett. Sure is. Friends, facts, and fiction. We out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything friends, facts, and fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we will correct any errors we may have made. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Fiction, fiction.